0: Welcome to the StarCast Astrology Podcast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, host of Planet Waves FM and author of the Planet Waves Horoscope. Welcome to our edition for the 6th of August 2021. This is the edition covering the Leo New Moon, which happens to take place at the same time as a solar event involving just the sun and not the moon, which is when the sun reaches the midpoint of a fixed sign. That is called a cross-quarter day, and we are now at the cross-quarter. Let's start with that. We all know the year is divided into four seasons. What most people don't know is that the seasons are themselves divided into kind of mini-seasons, each lasting about, let's say, how many weeks? Uh, Wait, there's 12 weeks in a season, so approximately six weeks Piece, And when the sun reaches the midpoint between an equinox and a solstice, or a solstice and an equinox, that is called a cross-quarter. And these are kind of not really known that well outside of New Age and neo-pagan circles. But what we do know is that sometimes holidays accumulate around the cross-quarter day. So for example, uh, a, a popular one to pile holidays on is called Lamas, or um, no wait, Lamas is where we are now. Uh, that's loaf Mass. A popular one to pile holidays on is um, Imbolc, uh, which happens in early February. So that gets things like Valentine's Day, I can't think of any of this right now. I didn't prepare a script, but there's always a, an event to mark the cross quarter day. So then there's Beltane, uh, we call that Memorial Day, but Beltane on May 5th gets Cinco de Mayo. Uh, it is a celebration uh, in in certain uh, Latino cultures, uh, as well as uh, what is called. What do they call that down there? That is called oh, well, Workers' Day, right? That's like kind of workers. World Workers' Day type of uh, time. Uh, it is uh, the mid-spring holiday, and then there is Sawen, which is Halloween. Uh, that takes place uh, in very early November. But then that gets uh, that's that's um, essentially the mid-autumn holiday, and that gets Halloween and also Days of the Dead, and uh, that's uh, in, in in Latin cultures. And then there is the um, final harvest connection. And so uh, these are like kind of off-the-menu off the astrological events that then collect energy. And when you research it, you find out there's all this other stuff going on. And I, I, I could have prepared that, but I didn't. It's been a very busy day. Uh, in any event, for now, you'll just have to take my word for it. We are at the cross-quarter known as Lunessa, also called Midsummer Holiday, also called First Harvest, also called Second Planting. And these are, I think, important days in the year. And sometimes what happens is the sun will arrive at the cross quarter and then there will be a lunation at the same time. So we're we're going to get this. The sun arrives at the exact cross quarter on August the 7th. That's on Saturday at 2.53.51 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. All times in this podcast are in Eastern, Eastern Time. Currently daylight, and then very soon after that happens, uh, approximately one and a quarter days later, the moon uh, arrives. The moon's about to enter Leo, and then the moon arrives and makes the new moon uh, on August eighth. That's Sunday at nine fifty a.m. EDT. So uh, we have a new moon with the sun in the cross quarter now. Uh, just uh, speaking kind of from a slightly technical standpoint, one of the reasons why the cross-quarters are so powerful is that they are all in aspect to the Aries point. The Aries point is the first degree of the zodiac, one Aries. It's also called the sidereal vernal point. So it has three names, one Aries, the sidereal vernal point, and the Aries point. And this is kind of this um, power node where the... Uh, the tropical horoscope, the one that we use, the one that marks the seasons, connects to some larger thing. And so things that happen around, uh, 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 in any way aspecting the Aries point, can become greatly magnified. And there are these phenomena like the personal and the political intersect. When I think of the Aries Point or or all of these uh, type of holidays or events around the Aries Point, I I think of a living room set up in the middle of an intersection. That's the private. And then the intersection is the public, and there's all these cars driving through the intersection and people crossing the street and all that stuff. And that's kind of where we are right now, if you're uh, not uh, noticing this. And uh, the world, the do's of the world is of the the public getting into the business of the private. Everybody thinks that it's their thing right now to tell people what to do in their private lives. The government thinks it can tell us what to do in our private lives. These big pharmaceutical corporations think they can tell us what to do in our private lives. And then all kinds of people are tagging along for the fun. And saying things like, no, no, you don't really have any private bodily autonomy. We get to decide what you do. We get to decide who you are. We get to decide your choices. So we are in absolutely incredible Aries point moment. um, Now with the sun at the cross quarter point and then the moon about to uh, form a conjunction to the sun early Sunday. So the symbolism, the astrological symbolism fits perfectly. And all you really need to do is watch these go on for a while. And you'll see that the cross quarter days or the quarter days, the times when the sun changes seasons, uh, are always influential. But when you start to lay the cycles on top of one another, it gets really exciting. And sometimes there's even an eclipse on top of uh, the, the uh, cross quarter point or or a quarter quarter point and the the effect is absolutely huge. like the total eclipse of the sun on the 21st of June 2001 uh, that led into the 911 incident, right? Did anyone see that coming exactly? Well, you should have seen it coming. It was a massive total solar eclipse. one of the most powerful, um, really, of uh, of our lifetimes, and then the next thing that happened was the world changed irrevocably. And there's numerous examples of of, of this. Sometime I will uh, I'll, I'll start a discussion thread and start uh, putting them together. And it's one of the ways just to watch the cosmos in action. So let's take a look anyway at the specific chart for the new moon. Again, the new moon takes place the eighth of August at 9.50 a.m. Eastern Time. Please do the calculation for your time zone in the U.S. That would be 6.50 a.m. in California. Uh, and uh, we're looking at approximately 10 in the morning, uh, 10, 11 in the morning in, in the U.K., around noon, throughout Europe and so forth, and, um, and then uh, late at night in Australia. So it happens late the night of the 9th. Uh, down under on the other side of the international date line. Okay, so uh, the the eclipse takes place at 16 degrees and 14 minutes of Leo. I haven't looked up the Sabian symbol. That's interesting. Let me go do that right now. And this is particularly humorous. Now remember with the Sabian symbols, you always round up. So that means that when something is at 16 degrees and one arc minute it becomes 17 degrees. It's the 17th degree. So, uh, the 17th degree of Leo is a volunteer church choir singing religious hymns, the feeling of togetherness which unites men and women in their dedication to a collective ideal. Mind you, whether that ideal is good or evil, it is an ideal. At least we can say that much. Okay, so now, there is a... Uh, a minor planet hanging out there, not an asteroid. It's a um, trans-Neptunian point, and it's pronounced Jovanna. And this is uh, a somewhat uh, controversial Polish god of nature, uh, hunting, and the moon. So that 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 at least uh, it fits the symbolism. And I don't. I haven't traced this back to figure out why some people argue whether this thing really is like an official. Goddess from Polish mythology. I haven't, haven't, I haven't peeled back enough layers, but I'm, I'm aware of the controversy. But in any event, whether you think that uh, D- D- Divanina Javanina is an official god, kind of like, isn't there a controversy over Saint Anthony? Like, what happens when, when your patron saint is 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 defrocked? Anyway, the 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 movement is toward believing in. <laughs> which is good because we should believe in you know nature hunting in the moon sounds a little bit like the uh, Roman god Diana no that's the Greek goddess sorry Greek goddess Diana uh, and this is exactly conjunct the new moon to the degree occupying the same degree the one about the choir singing so uh, that's that's exciting there's always something but that's the only thing. Uh, on on a list of about 100 or so uh, planets that I use that is exactly in that degree. Now, uh, there are other aspects. Uh, For example, in the the middle of the fixed signs, the new moon is conjunct Uranus. Uranus is at 14 degrees Taurus in 44 minutes. That's an exciting placement. It's stirring up all kinds of things. It's uh, creating volatility. It's it's, uh, disorienting people in their values. Um, it is also about the intrusion of the electrical and the digital. That would be Uranus, and and the uh, what what I think of Uranus as representing is uh, for the, definitely the electrical, the, the digital, and then industrialized science. Uranus is not the pure science of somebody like uh, Isaac Newton. Uh, Uranus is the industrialized science of of things like. What do we have to do to build this factory that's going to run on electricity? Uh, that's kind of a, a late 19th, early, uh, l- late, what century? Late, <laughs> one of those <laughs> from a while ago where they were figuring out how to like plug shit in uh, and how to make electricity. And they realized how efficient this was and how you could power All these machines with electricity just stick a paddle wheel in and all that. That's what I think of Uranus as being. I do not think of Uranus as being pure, true science. It's the incursion of corporate science, political science, glitzy, glamorous, marketing, somewhat conniving, thieving science onto the physical realm that is Taurus. And it's also influencing our values. And one of the most important things we must come to terms with In our time is the impact of the digital realm on consciousness, identity, and our notion of what the body is and what the body is for. Following me here, uh, this has radically changed everything. And once you start to study this and consider it and look at it and see the implications of this, we are just not the same people that we were 10 or 20 years ago. Uh, and this is why things that could not possibly happen 10 or 20 years ago are happening now. It's not merely that the information is coming over the Internet. It's that the Internet has completely transformed our orientation and our notion of what it means to be in a body. And this generally happens without anybody giving their permission. It happens without nearly anyone noticing. And then you're like, what the fuck just happened? Over the past 20 years. Well, maybe a lot of people asking that question uh, pretty darn soon. Okay, so um, that's the major stuff on the uh, on, on the fixed cross, of course. Remember that uh, there's uh, Jupiter still newly back into Aquarius. Jupiter retrograded in about a week ago, uh, joining Saturn. Jupiter will be in Aquarius through the end of the year. It will re-enter Pisces on December 29th. Also, of note and uh, and relevant to the discussion of technology, one last point before I go. Mars is uh, at, uh, at at basically in the seventh degree of the mutable signs. That's at seven degrees of Virgo, and the north node is at nine degrees of Virgo. Nine degrees mutable. By the way, you can skip all the, the Virgo, Pisces, Sagittarius stuff and just say. Mars is at 7 mutable, the node is at 7 mutable, uh, rather 9 mutable, and so forth. And um, it it doesn't really matter what sign it is in one sense. What really matters is what cross a planet is on, whether that's cardinal, fixed, or mutable. And And when they're in aspect, they're talking to each other. And so what we get is that Mars is square... The lunar nodes. Mars makes a 90 degree angle to the lunar nodes. The square is the most real of all the aspects. It's the most influential of all of the aspects. And Mars in Virgo is saying that the details matter. Pay attention to the details. Don't just slough them off like they uh, like they don't matter or like only crazy people look at the data. Okay, maybe it's true. Maybe the people who look at the data are the the crazy ones, but Mars in Virgo is saying, pay attention to the data. the details matter and not only do they matter, but everything turns on the details uh, the the any planet square of the lunar nodes is called a planet at the bending and so it means that there is a turn in the road now also uh, at uh, in in this pattern of being at the bending is Juno. In Sagittarius, conjunct the south node. And that is saying, advocate for the thing that needs to be advocated for. Generally, the thing that needs to be advocated for is not the thing that nobody can shut up about. It's some other thing. All right, Uh, I am about to record a new edition of Planet Waves FM. That can be reached from the planetwaves.net site or at PlanetWaves. That program generally goes up at about 10 o'clock Eastern Time on Fridays. Any luck a bit before. The monthly horoscope is now out. To find the monthly horoscope, go to planetwaves.net. You'll see it right there, along with a new article called Choose Your Aquarius, Choose Your Chiron. Thanks for listening to this weekend edition of the Starcast. Once again, my name is Eric Francis, host of Planet Waves FM author of the planet waves horoscope. Thanks for listening and bye for now.